Word of warning before we start, there will be some naughty words. Welcome to Update, a weekly podcast on all things digital, such as mobile apps, web design, social media and marketing. With me this week is... Alan, encryption rerouter extraordinaire. Sophie, marketing manager. And me, Sean, graphic designer and illustrator and jack of all trades, whatever. Anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to open this one. Okay, so today, guys... So today, guys... uh, how do we feel about encryptions? Encryptions? Anyone? What is... What, uh, let, let's define it. What What is an encryption? Alan, go. Three, two, one. Uh, I don't know. I just reroute them. <laughs> yes. I, it's... Uh, encryption is basically like scrambling a message so that it can't be eavesdropped on. So it's a secret between the two parties okay cool so in really layman's terms is it kind of like that bit in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where he transports um, chocolate from one point to another and you get to see all the bits of chocolate in the air that's the encryption bit as it goes from one bit to another maybe I imagine (laughs) that they turn the text into wingdings (laughs) yeah it's kind of like that but more complicated so where where in our life do we encounter encryption? So we encounter encryptions whenever we make a bank transaction on the internet. We send messages via phones, via WhatsApp particularly at the minute. So what happens um, then? So I'll enter my details and my details will get encrypted. The mess you know, your details aren't encrypted. I'm on about banking. Your it's whatever your your actions while you do it okay. are encrypted. And then, so what happens? They get encrypted and then they get unencrypted at the other end. Yes. Yeah. Is that why? Why? Why does that happen? Why does why? it happen? So that no one can. I so mean, I know, but I'm just. It, it, oh, okay. It's it's so simply that it is as as secure as possible. So if somebody comes in halfway through, they couldn't chop it. Well, up that's it. They couldn't see anything because it is is in the middle of being all the bits of chocolate in the air. To go back see, to it's our. hard for me to visualise because although I know it happens and stuff, right, so imagine cause, right, cause so like it, it's not being s- so sent from one place. Like it's so right. So you've put inputted something, right? So say your name's Sophie. It is right. So you, I'm saying what you input is your name, Sophie. I'm <laughs> saying your name is Sophie, <laughs> right? Um, and then it gets sent to encryption and it gets cut up in little tiny little pieces, so you couldn't actually make out what it was. Yeah. Mm. Follow me so far. Yeah. So it then, when it gets received, it puts it all back together again, so it can be seen as your name. But during the transit, it can't be seen. It must happen all dead quick. All quick. dead quick. Yeah, because it doesn't actually get sent like through the air. It's not. It's, well, it's not ever a real thing, is it? I know. That's what I was saying before. Before you explained that it was like. It's all like, ooh. <laughs> For those who can't see Sophie, she's waving her hands in the air and going, ooh, like the magic spell. Like Kate Bush. Like Kate Bush. Yes, Kate Bush is exactly what she looks like. <laughs> it's me, oh, Kathy, oh, come home. Yeah. Um, right, so um, following last week's attack in Westminster by Khalid Massoud, um, 
Amber Rudd, the Home Secretary, has called on WhatsApp and various other chat messaging services to be accessible yeah. by the authorities. Apparently, uh, apparently he sent he he utilised the app two well, minutes before minute, minutes before he carried out his attack. Yeah, and so what we're going to try and discuss today is the be- whether that's even possible, whether it should be possible, um, and what kind of if that was the case, what kind of fallout would be as a result of that? Yeah. Um, so um, condolences to anyone who is affected by this attack. Um, I think we should try and avoid the, the nitty gritty of the issue itself, the ter- terrorist issue, and just focus on. Yeah, the, we don't have any. Um, yeah. Any um, any authority on, on no, that exactly, matter? No, exactly. Exactly. So. So for for me, I think it's exceedingly naive from Amber Rudd to say this should happen as a result of this. Um, I don't really see what benefit it's going to give. Um, it just seems like because there's a grey area of the, no no evidence, they're saying right we need to need need to have this accessible to gain evidence and like right. For the start, you don't even know have any suspicions as to what that message could have been. You have no idea what that message could have been. It mm. could have been his saying goodbye to his family. You don't know what his, his motives were. You know, uh, is, has anyone even claimed um, claim, claimed responsibility for the attack yet? It's, uh, ISIS, ISIS have complained as always. Yeah, but that's it. It's like they, they, if someone farted and it caused a minor disruption in a in a lift, ISIS would claim. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So um, I think I just think it's going to create more problems than it's going to actually solve by opening putting a back door into these. Um, Encryptions because surely if there's a back door, it's not encrypted. Yeah, I agree with you. So that's it. If there's a back door, Alan can get into it. You know, I don't mean to sound like quite as crude as it did, <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, I just think it's 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 again a politician trying to come across as being more knowledgeable about the subject. She, I think she has no idea what she's actually talking about. If it was, if, um, if the message was sent two minutes before it happened, what could they yeah. actually do anyway? If, if they're saying, if they're saying, um, oh, we need to have access so we can stop it, they wouldn't have been able to stop it two minutes before it happened. No, no exactly. But if, so that's their point. I mean, I kind of... Then, Do you think but then they if, could if, they want to, if they want to see um, who it's sent to, I'm sure WhatsApp can provide that information. They don't need to have a back route into what the message actually was. Yeah. You know, and this com- and this comes down to the greater question of um, public versus privacy, the privacy question of the internet, anyway. And it's like I saw another headline the other day um, from guess 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 which guess which paper. Guess I, don't what the, I don't know what the headline Daily is. Daily Mail. <laughs> Daily Mail. Yesterday, it took the mail two minutes on the web to find a terror manual on how to use a car for mass murder. Google, the terrorist's friend. Right, if you need a manual to learn how to understand how a car can be used to kill people, how dumb must you be? <laughs> really? About, really? About the level of the Daily Mail. I just don't understand. You know, it's like everyone knows cars kill people everyone knows the death traps you know <laughs> i don't understand why you need to google for a manual about how, how's the best way it's like do i open the door as i drive past you know it, so you just need to drive are, are they like having a dig at google there or they're just having the a dig internet at google. they're having a dig at google and, and twitter as well and you know two minutes on the web 
your search terms are very weak. That's it, ban the internet. And, and the Sun even managed to get a woman's breasts, woman's cleavage on the front page to discuss this topic. Where's it gone? Yeah. What side are you on WhatsApp? And the picture is of um, Kalamazoo's daughter in, in, a, in a dress showing her cleavage. You know, it's just, again, this is another topic for another time, but it's just like, <sighs> do you know what I mean? Mm. Anyway, anyway, but it seems like it's a very easy thing to say. If we had access to WhatsApp, we could prevent this attack, which is the this, which is the implied <coughs> meaning behind this, and I don't think it could have done. Do you think they'd all. be able to? It was it was on a list of people of interest seven years ago. That, that, that was seven years ago, and he's not been on a person of interest for that time. So even if they did have access, they to, wouldn't have been tracking him. They anyway. wouldn't have been tracking anyway to have, have. So it wouldn't would never have prevented the attack. So I don't really see what what can be gained from mm. as soon as as soon as the authorities can gain access to it, people of ill repute can gain access to it. Yeah, and therefore it's liable to everybody. Mm. And then we all hear the same argument of if you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing mm. to fear. So it's just the um, security versus privacy thing again. Yeah. It's like when they um, were trying to get into that iPhone a while ago. Was oh, last yeah, year? yeah, the FBI, Google and FBI. What was that um, story again? I was thinking iPhone. about that, but I couldn't remember. No, I couldn't remember as well. Can you remember it, Alan? Someone did a bad thing. They had an iPhone uh, that they found and they couldn't get into it. So they were like, come on, Apple, what are you playing at? And then Apple were, Apple stuck to their guns and were like, we respect our users' privacy, which is probably a good thing. And what was it? Did, did Apple end up letting them in? I don't think they did, no. did they? They didn't, did they? There was uh, like a long dispute about it, but yeah, Apple didn't let them in. So... I'm trying just trying to think think so you've sent a message and it's and it's been determined that well, that's it so if 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 I understand this encryption principle correctly I've sent a message it's encrypted it en route and then it's put together on the other end is that correct in very very simplistic terms yeah so if the message was just okay what bearing would that have on the investigation? I don't really see. Or so they don't need to see the content of the message. If all and that's it, it could have been sent to him by so, a friend. <laughs> you know, there's no proof that this WhatsApp message had any bearing on what was going to happen. Yeah. You know, and do we know what information they they are trying to to gain? No. Possibly, if he was part of a wide network, but if but then everyone keeps saying he was a lone wolf. Everyone keeps saying all the all the they've, they've say arrested he's a lone wolf. people in Birmingham and stuff connected to, haven't they? Yeah, and the, the, there's nothing seen, and a few of them been released now. Oh. so I think it's just round up the usual suspects, you know, that kind of thing. Right. So yeah, it's it. I'm not saying it's an easy easy solution, but I just don't. Can anyone else really? So. So I'm sure WhatsApp are helping the authorities as best they can. Um, so I imagine that they can they can provide who the message was sent to. That that is knowledge. 
WhatsApp will know that. Is that correct? They, I don't mu- know. they must know where it's coming from and where it's going to. What they don't know is the content of what's going on in between. Is that correct? I don't know. No. Um, so I imagine that if they knew who it was going to go to, they could release that in regards to. But the, the content, the message is almost negligible if the if the target is to learn more about what's going on. Anyway, um, so if for, if for example legislation was passed and there's a backdoor that the only uh, that only the authorities can use after due diligence and legal process, how, well, how do you foresee? How do you see that that landscape looking as a result of this? Then it would be open to abuse. Open to abuse. In what ways? Well, they, the authorities or whoever has the power to do it, could just claim for any reason they choose to have a peek at your messages. Yeah. Or I, I don't know. In an extreme case, in a horrible dystopian world, like <laughs> I don't know, like arrest you and claim that it's because of something that you sent. Yeah, that's it. And I think for me, the the, the danger is is again. I think I've probably read too many uh, George Orwell and dystopian novels, but, but you know, leaving the leaving the authority to decide who is a person of interest. No, that is that is that saying you no know, nothing if you've got nothing to hide you've got nothing to fear it is such a lazy overused term because people do have things to fear everyone has something to fear you know it's like you know people get abused for being lgbt um people get abused for, for you know for, for for multitudes of reasons that information can be used against them and there's nothing to be ashamed of but it can be used against them and can break up their family and their home. Do you see what I mean? Mm. So only because they've got something to fear and they have something to hide does not mean it's a bad thing at all. Yeah. And that's why I hate that argument because it always crops up in, in instances like this, in cases like this. I, I'm i in two minds because I guess because I'm naive, so I just can't like I feel like if it's gonna do good then blah 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 but then um it's kind of running the line of some sort of like dictatorship like well, it, you know the, like the yeah, thing with it's, the it's, it's, this is it this is it it's, it's it's not an easy question it's an uncomfortable question mm. um but but for me be, being able to see people's messages means that we have to have complete trust in those who are viewing the messages, yeah, it's just kind of like some North Korea type. Well, like and, and, this, and, and this is leads on to the next point. If you do want complete control of the media and what people are saying, you only have to leave a look at Trump or what Donald uh, China or what Donald Trump wants to do. Mm. You know, and if we're getting to the point where we're looking at China's, you know, freedom of information policies, I think we're going the wrong way. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking about when you said that um, Daily Mail was slating Google because you could find an article on there. Yeah. But we just, we have freedom to, uh, what what am I trying to say? Freedom of information or something. Yeah. And it's just, it's part and parcel of 
living in the world that we do, we are lucky enough to live in we have access to information and access to learn yeah. and increase our knowledge on things not necessarily those sort of things and, and this but is it's it. kind of like do, do we want to be um, restricted and have people decide for us what we can and cannot read like That's it. like China so, so, say for example say for example um, I want to learn more about Daesh right so I can increase my knowledge and understanding to better understand my position upon it mm. I don't want to join Daesh I don't condone any of their actions but by my looking I've been flagged so if, I, if, if, if I'm interested enough and I decide to write a book I'm constantly looking at this information to better my knowledge in order to become a credible source to write a book. Mm. There's loads and loads of flags. Suddenly I'm a person of interest and I'm getting rounded up and put in for questioning. Yeah, but... Do you see the context The context of the information does, is not taken into account? Yeah, but do we know that that's the case, that that's all they need for people to be of interest? Google searches. Yeah, this is what, what else what do we they talking have? About, you know, with the um, Snoopers charter, this is yeah. the same thing. Yeah, no, that's exactly what the Snoopers charter does, isn't it? Yeah. So certain articles are, are, are given a rating, and if you, I'm sure, uh, this is probably very simplistic, but I'm sure after, over a period of time, you then become a person interested after you've achieved so many points. Right. You know, I, I can't, I can't see it working any other way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the context of what I'm doing with that information is irrelevant to the, the these engines that are, that are crawling through all this information. You know, I don't... And it's, it's that lack of um, context, which is key. Yeah. That, that, could, that could determine whether I'm a, a terrorist or whether I'm a an author of a book. Yeah. I always said it it's scary... To think, like, um, I think I said it in a past podcast, you know, like, I enjoy watching um, documentaries on, like, serial killers and stuff like that just because yeah. I find it interesting. But if I was ever, like, framed for a murder, they would look at my viewing habits and be like, she is a psycho. Yeah, it's like, um, they, they don't really do it as much now, but, say, 10 years ago, they'd always blame, like, video games or heavy metal music for people who just like go on rampages yeah yeah, yeah. you don't hear that heavy, heavy metal made me do it <laughs> yeah excuse <laughs> anymore do you yeah and, and again for me it's that lack of context that can you know, that, that could determine something really really important and I don't and again I'm just coming back to this is like learning, learning what the message actually is is probably going to be irrelevant because from what we can gather from what we've research, research, researched researched, is time, place and who it was sent to mm. you know any police procedural I've ever seen not saying that they're, they're, they're tantamounts to how things are done that give you surely enough to go on enough of a lead you know? but maybe the message was like and this person's implicated and this person was involved and you never know Sean no <laughs> no you know so hello police you should go and talk to this person <laughs> do you have any thoughts on what on what could be done instead I don't I, know I, I think we should um, 
You can't say the number seven. We should ban drinking water because (laughs) the criminal probably drank some water within 24 hours before he committed the attack. And do you know that 100% of people in prison drink water? Yeah, I've heard that statistic as well. So we should definitely ban water. This is revelatory today. It's truly, (laughs) truly. Are you listening, Daily Mail? I've got a new lead for you. Water. Sleeping as well. Yeah, sleeping's I bet, another I bet he slept. I bet he slept. Mm. Yeah. I bet he uh-huh. breathed. Air. Oh, stealing our <laughs> God-given air. Anyway, um, so just going back to how... So, it, by, by allowing the authorities access to these messages via a backdoor into encryption, which even in the term, even that, that term space, doesn't sound right at all. Encryption is either it's binary, isn't it? Surely, it's it's either encrypted completely. Or it's, not. <laughs> it's either encrypted completely, or it's not. Yeah, you can't say it's encrypted unless I'm waving a, a digital ID badge, <laughs> saying Her Majesty's Metro- Metropolitan Police on. Because mm-hmm. if that is true, then surely you know there's, there's always cases of people faking to be police officers. <laughs> 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 you know, um, and yeah, I think it's just. It just seems like this is going to ha- give more people things to be f- fearful of. Do you see what I mean? It's going it's to create more fear than than anything. Yeah, if and there I, is, like- and, and this is it. Okay, say for example, this thing comes into place, and WhatsApp and all the big, you know, social media chat messaging services are all imposed on this particular thing. There'll be another one next week. There's probably another one already up in, you know, there's probably a grinder for t- terrorists about that we don't know about because it's a bit bit on the sly. <laughs> They're not going to be shouting about it, are they? <laughs> no, that's it. You know, it's like, and then, then you've got the deep web anyway, so they're probably commu- communicating on there anyway. So I don't really understand why that this extra power, because the police have an awful lot of powers as it is. You know, what, what is it? That, is it, is it tw- they can only keep people for a 24-hour period. A part of the ter- anti-terrorism act, they can keep it for an extra twenty-four hours. So that and that's a huge power. Mm. It's a huge power to have, and it just comes back. I don't really see that the message will probably be hel- a little bit helpful, but it's no way more helpful than knowing who it was sent to, when and where. Unless Sean, unless the message said this person would be good evidence. You should go and talk to this person. <laughs> and that's it. Hello, no, police officer. No, and this is it. D- detective work is not meant to be an easy thing. It's meant to be complicated because it's, especially with issues like this, they are complex issues. You know, everything has to be kept <coughs> as non-emotional as possible. By gaining access to that message, it's going to su- maybe sully things a little bit and just keep everything clear. Yeah, I, I just don't. I'm not. I'm just not understanding the value of the message in the in all of this. That's what I'm not understanding. And the and by gaining the ability to access that, you are then allowing everyone access to that. Do you think they have ulterior motives? Uh, what a government have ulterior motives? No. Oh yes. No, no, surely not. Oh yes, yes, no, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm growing more paranoid by the day. Um, yeah. Well, that's it. And so. so and authorities can get access to these messages based on what? What is it going to take for an, you know, for an authority to say, yep, 
this person is a person of interest and therefore I can see their messages. Mm. You know, the, the, you know this is, it's all well, all well for a politician to go on a, a BBC programme and announce we need a backdoor into WhatsApp encryptions. You haven't thought about this through at all. Yeah, they need as, to do and something. And as a politician, you should be ca- more careful about what you say. Yeah, they do need to. They need to do something, but it's hard to figure out what they need to do. Well, this is it. what more do they uh, again? So what they want to do is gain access to the message as it may shed some light on anything. Right? You know when it was sent. You know who it was sent to, and you know not who, when, and where. You know those three bits. What is almost negligible compared to those three? Yes, yeah, I don't so, think the trade-off is worth it. Well, that's, that's it. That's the, what it comes uh, down to. You know, a lot of we, our society now has, has turned very swiftly into an age of information, an age of security, an age of privacy, by suddenly allowing access, op- opening a, allowing access to encrypted information on probably one of the biggest chat and ser- messaging services in the world. Mm-hmm. If not the biggest, I'm it's not sure like the numbers, but potentially any 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 like any kind of gain from that is going to be negated by all the people perpetrating crimes with that same information. Yeah. Think of all the dick pics. <laughs> Think <laughs> yeah. of all the dick pics. So people getting access to all these dick pics, they could be used as blackmail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you're penalising. No, <laughs> you're penalising. <laughs> um, he didn't realise that. He didn't realise that, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> that was like completely accidental. <laughs> you're you're penalising, um, like your entire user base. Yeah. F- just for like this really minuscule minority of people. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. And it seems uh, it, it seems awfully swift from the government to suddenly start saying that this is where we could have prevented this attack essentially do you see what I mean and that that's that's the scary thing the newspapers are getting on board already to start weighing in and and straight and then there's another one it's like right okay what's it? here it goes classic uh, I don't know, was it was the Daily Mail where's it gone where's it gone so Sunday Mirror so is that one Rupert Murdoch's as well Right, this is verbatim from the front page. Secret message ordered attack on West- Westminster. Oh, wait a minute. So they, so, so they knew the content of the message, did they? Well, straight, straight away. <laughs> secret message. Secret message. Straight away. So you don't know what it said, but this secret message ordered the attack on Westminster. <laughs> so was it secret or not? <laughs> so I don't understand. <laughs> are, you, are you telling me that the front page of a red top... Is is not qualifiable. You know, Wikipedia is probably more reliable source than some, the Sunday mm. Mirror and some of these newspapers and the way they've been carrying on. And that's another topic for another day. Um, social network section. Terror exclusive. You know, so so yeah. That's that's what bugs me as well. Is you know, in a time when Donald Trump is targeting media agencies for being fake news and spreading alternate facts a major newspaper is that's that's their headline that's been proofed that's been edited and it's incorrect entirely because fear sells and that's it and that's it a terror exclusive mm. 
So it's so, 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 so terror rang in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, you, you know, you just think that in in today's climate, newspapers would be a bit more aware mm. of what they're saying because they come. You know, so the Sunday Mirror now for me is completely unreliable as a source. So they can't even their, their own headline contradicts what they're trying to say. And Google the terrorist friend. It sounds, sounds like a, like an advert, you know, like fisherman's friend. <laughs> you know, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I think certain organisations do have um, a responsibility to assist. I don't, and I think that's happening. From what, otherwise, how would they know that he sent a WhatsApp message? Unless WhatsApp have said we well, he sent a message at such and such a time. Yeah, how would they know? That's true. Unless they can look on his phone, but if they can look on his phone, then they can see what he said. And, and that's another point. Or if they've already got access to his phone to know he sent a message, they can already see the content of the message. They don't need to worry about encryptions. Mm. But anyway, so yeah. Um, so yeah, again, I think I, I agree with Alan. It's just for whatever good it can do, it's going to be totally outweighed by the bad it could potentially cause. But in today's climate, that seems to be part and parcel. You know, that that was kind of like Brexit sounds like could could, could be <laughs> potentially all right, could be potentially all right, but most people are saying no, it's probably going to be pretty bad, so we'll go for it anyway. <laughs> on a, on a minority, two no, was it less than two percent? Anyway, that's another topic for another day. <laughs> um, so Adam's ask, asking them, is that can we not think of some kind of um, way round the back door thing and? To get into the encryption, it's like it, it, for me, no one is really explaining why the content of the message is going to be key to actually f- taking the investigation further. So the content of the message is negligible. In re- and I said it before, and I keep I feel like I can repeat myself. I don't. I'm not seeing what value the actual message is. Uh, I'm going to say it again, Sean. The message might have said, "Yes, <laughs> hello, police officers. My name's blah blah blah, and I'm responsible." So what we're saying, well, that's it. So if he wanted to say that, I'd like to think he'd probably just send a tweet. <laughs> it, no, one, one, one of two. Well, two, two. well maybe they knew that the uh, politicians would respond like this, so they used WhatsApp because they want to. They want to bring down WhatsApp. Ah. Uh. I uh-huh. feel like part of me is like, well, if only they could, they could um, have access to the people who are like high up on the watch list and they know they're of risk. But this guy wasn't even on the watch list, so yeah, exactly. Like it's just one big sort of contradiction. Like, well, they should because they'll be able to watch the dangerous people, but they didn't know he was dangerous. Uh, so, uh, and again, who, who's determining the the ranking of this list? No, is, is it a fancy football situation where you have a certain number of players that uh, uh, attain points over the week, and then that week they, they go up the list? You know, or is, or is it or is it determined by social factors? So, what is the big issue this week? Suddenly, certain people are higher up on the list. Mm. You know, um, you know, and it seems to be open to interpretation. There has to be if if this does happen, they have to be exceedingly stringent, exceedingly stringent mm. because I don't particularly well again. So there's, there's reports of police surveilling 
people that aren't even of interest. So, for example, what did I read the other day? So, victims of police misconduct, for example. Um, Doreen Lawrence and her family were surveilled in attempts to smear them, undermine their fight for justice. You know? So, are you telling me that the police are not going to try and use this to protect themselves? That a government won't try to use this. So, say for example, a journalist has a whistleblower who's an MP who is criticising the policies of the party. Right? This so to the the government in power, this is a person of interest. Therefore, they can have particular powers in which to access this information, find out who the jer- the, the jerker is, the um, <laughs> the whistleblower is. They could find out that and as silence well. them. And silence them, you know? Mm. You know, so th- this, this is a great power. And I don't trust our, com- our government or any government to use it responsibly. Yeah. That's because I'm a cynical bastard. No, but if you look at it, look at it it's just, it's, it's people, isn't it? It's people's nature. And no matter if they're the government or the police and or... I'd like but, to think we could trust them, but they're just, they're just people. And they're no, no, but, no, but this is it. It's like if, if was it... Um, you could use the argument against the police wanting to surveil certain people. It's like, if you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to fear. So, so straight away, if the police are monitoring innocent people, you know, well, why don't we turn around and say, well, wait, we want to monitor you? You know? Mm. Anyway, it gets more com- more and more complicated and more and more murky. But, but you know, and, and then, you know, disabled people are, are more under scrutiny than ever before and, regards to um, uh, what's the eligibility to work you know so you tell me a a government institution can't utilise this power to access certain messages that that can say or be twisted into whatever they want to say to say you're fit for work you know it's far too grey and murky an area for for something like that yeah and, and that's it it's a toughie isn't it <laughs> until until that mist clears in any or the you know this is not an option that should be on the table but then the snooper chart was on the table and that went through fine didn't it <laughs> what actually happened with that because didn't it, 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 was, I thought it, was, it got it was, stopped it was, by it was, the EU it was initi- laws it was initially rejected and then it was altered and then it was passed I think Right, but doesn't EU EU's, EU laws don't well, yeah, don't count towards anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, at least for the next couple of years they're in place. I, I'm I'm off to uh, I'm off to campaign for the banning of water because all criminals drink water. Yeah, so I'll let you know how it goes next time. Bye. You've been listening to update. Your host this week have been me, Sean Russell. Alan Chung and Sophie Hartbattle. This week's episode was produced and edited by Antalietti and is a production of Eden Agency. For more updates, visit our website, update.show, follow us on Twitter at Update Podcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash update podcast. If you like what you heard, please give us a rate and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or whatever it is you listen to us on, as it really helps us out. Join us next week for another topic in the digital world. Thank you for listening.
So, what to talk about? Uh, oh, my mic's going my in. Goodness. <laughs> 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 I got a proper robot in. Can I have a chicken and a can of coke? No. <laughs> For you, my dear, are a total blurt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be such a blurt. You guys, you aren't rewriting the encryptions. Spotify came up. Yeah, music actually started. She just hacked into Spotify, she's so good. Okay, let's let's Bye right, everyone. Right, right, guys, I've got it. I've got it. I'm in. I'm in. Alan's in. Shall we what, get a photo? The, what, what did the message say? It's doing it itself. Like. Oh dear. Alan has created sentient AI life. Yeah. Sounds like a cat purring. <laughs>